It's the KZRG Morning News Watch. I'm Peter Thiel. Rob Rouse, Steve Scott are in the building. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when you think of I'm going to live forever type fame, there's one name that comes to me. It's Michael Ian Black. Welcome to KZRG. How are you? I'm super. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great. Um, Michael Ian Black, you're famous, number one, for being a comic, for being very funny. Uh, I first became familiar with you through Reno 911. How many roles did you play on that show? Oh, gee. Uh, well, originally maybe three or four, and then there's a new season we just shot where I think I do another four or five. <laughs> That show, by the way, those guys are absolute nuts. I love that entire crew. Must be fun to be a part of it. It is. I love. I love them. I've known them forever, and uh, yes, it's really fun. Excellent. Well, you just popped out a book, and I think it's a book that every parent goes through. It's uh, Michael Ian Black wrote a book called "A Better Man," a mostly serious and mostly serious in uh, a parentheses letter to my son. What pressure is there to be a parent in 2020? Uh, well, I think any parent feels pressure regardless of what year it is. I mean, you've got these things that live with you, and you're supposed to keep them alive. So that's a fair <laughs> amount of pressure. Uh, in my case, I have a son and a daughter. My son uh, is, now a, is now in college, but I wrote this book for him um, last year when he was a senior in high school, and it was meant as a kind of letter to see him off into adulthood, to have a conversation with him about things that I wish I'd been able to have a conversation with my own father about. Um, unfortunately, my father died when I was quite young, and so this is, the, this is the conversation that I wish I'd been able to have with him. A lot of us wish that, uh, and I know uh, parents wish that they can uh, cushion the blows that come with growing up, especially young adulthood, etc. And we always want somebody to be better than we were can we overwork and overdesign what our kids are up to oh yeah in fact you know my inclination as a parent is to do as little design as possible i mean my inclination is just to is to let the kid tell me who they are as opposed to me saying okay you're going to take piano lessons and you're going to go to little league and you're going to you know jump out of airplanes you know, whatever it is that you as a parent want for your kid, my inclination is just expose them to as much as you can, but let them guide you, you know? Let them sort of lead the way. Um, because you can't, I mean, any parent I think knows, like, you can't force anything on a kid. Like, they will tell you in no uncertain terms who they are. And that might not be the person that we were expecting. But... It's a pretty whoever that person is is going to be a pretty great person, and we just have to listen. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's the deal. It's Michael Ian Black, he's the author of uh, a great book. I read it over the weekend. I thought it was great. A Better Man, um, which uh, and, and but I will tell you the one thing, uh, Michael, that I I think that people are beginning to discuss is the idea of masculinity and how you teach that to a son. It's uh, we've lived in a society that brings up uh, the subject toxic masculinity. Uh, well, there's toxic everything. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what there is. There can be toxic anything. The idea is giving your son true masculinity. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things that I I'm trying to 
talk about a lot is this idea that, like, I think in the culture we hear a lot of people talking about redefining masculinity as if, you know, there's something inherently wrong with the way guys are, and I just don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of things that are really right about guys. Um, and in fact, we know that because we, um, we're encouraging girls to exhibit a lot of the same traits that we used to associate with guys. Like we talk about a strong woman or an independent woman or a fierce woman, like, and, and we celebrate that, as we should. But those same attributes, when applied to guys, are, are now being associated with toxicity. And I would say those, those attributes, strength, independence, fortitude, like those are great and we should encourage them. But we should also expand the idea of masculinity to encourage um, our boys to be open, empathetic, caring, cooperative, um, those same attributes that we used to associate only with girls. And when we do that, when we sort of allow boys to sort of be their full selves, I think we end up with happier guys than maybe we have right now. Yeah, I, I think the idea here is that, and by the way, it's all fair, the idea of why aren't there women, more women CEOs, why aren't there more women on boards of directors of corporations, I, I don't know anybody who's against it. And here's my theory, and you can tell me I'm crazy, Michael Ian Black, the author of A Better Man. Crazy. Uh, is that... Should I wait for you to say what Yeah, you yeah, wait a moment, a, okay. a moment, right. and then right. you can tell me I'm nuts. I think okay. one of the reasons why men reach higher levels in businesses not because of intellectual acumen it's not because they work harder it's not anything like that is i think most men are brought in a team sports atmosphere where they end up understanding competitiveness while working on the same goal and so many girls are not exposed to a team concept, which would gives that an easier way for them to express themselves in a team atmosphere. You're crazy. No, um, I think, um, I actually think the opposite might be true. Not in terms of um, competitiveness, because boys certainly have that in spades. But if you're looking at um, cooperation, and working within teams, boys certainly have that in team sports, but girls participate in team sports probably at similar rates uh, now as boys. Um, the difference is that the girls learn how to cooperate emotionally and just in terms of support, supporting each other in a way that boys actually aren't. And I think there are more complicated historical reasons why women aren't, um, there aren't as many female CEOs, I guess I would argue that the entire business structure, the way that we understand business as it exists right now, is a structure that uh, is hundreds of years old and for the last few hundred years um, really was uh, a boys-only club. It's only in the last 40, 50 years that women have, have ever even been allowed inside that club. And when we think about it in historical terms, I think we see that women are making enormous strides and are accelerating in their growth um, to where we're going to start seeing a real evening out in those numbers uh, over the next couple decades, generations. Um, 
And I think it's because women actually do know how to cooperate and work in teams as a whole better than guys who are encouraged to be so competitive and to take credit for things as opposed to share credit um, and, opposed, uh, and encouraged to sort of see other people, even within the same organization, as rivals as opposed to allies. That's my take on it. And, you know, you might say I'm crazy. Hey, you know, we're all nuts. It's Michael Ian Black. Thank you very much for your time. A better man. Go out and buy it. It's a great read. It's getting great reviews. It's uh, before you know it, Michael Ian Black will have his own Dr. Phil show where he'll talk about raising kids. Unlikely. (laughs) Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good day.